Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of On A Serious Note. Thank you very much for joining and hope you're well. My name is Yimika and on this podcast I share from my experience in my career various things that have helped me grow as a professional which I think can be adopted by a lot of people out there and would be helpful for your careers. So welcome again. This is episode two and I have to say a special thank you to everyone who has listened to episode one and is back again i got some messages and some feedback about the first episode that's really really encouraging so keep those coming really appreciate it on today's episode i'm going to be talking about something that has been very vital to my progress in my career so stick around and we'll talk about it right after this So today's episode is titled soft skills are hard and you'll get to understand why i titled it that at the end of the episode but to define what soft skills are first um, there are a lot of definitions on the internet but one of the ones that i liked is that soft skills are character traits or interpersonal attitudes that affect your ability to work and interact with others some big words stacked up against each other there but like they're just generally natural abilities that you have uh, that usually can't be taught in a classroom or formally and they're often but not always people skills Um, in contrast to hard skills these are more technical job specific or industry specific skills that qualify you to be in a certain profession so if you're a chef you kind of need to know how to cook right like that's the only way you can call yourself a chef if you're a programmer you need to know how to code in certain stacks uh, or in certain languages for you to qualify yourself as a programmer so those are hard skills and they're very very specific to the profession that you're in or to the career that you're building uh, but soft skills are more like I said like natural abilities so um, if you talk about the people side of things you talk about communication stakeholder management leadership and you can talk about more the other traits which are like problem solving critical thinking creativity and things like that now the reason why i think this episode is very important i mean like every episode on this podcast is going to be important i don't know why i just said that but one of the reasons why i'm very passionate about this is not only has this helped me in my career but i've seen a lot of people trivialize soft skills subliminally quite all right but like they just trivialize it like they just think like because it's soft skills it's nice to have you know or they just see it as something they just write on their cv because everyone does but make no mistake they are as important if not more important than hard skills themselves now let me paint a picture if you're trying to learn a new skill or pivot into a new career or start something that you've never done before what i've seen a lot of people do is in if i can use this expression dive into the deep end of a pool now you might learn how to swim quite all right by diving on that side but you could also drown and that's what i see a lot of people doing so if i give the example from my career in analytics i've heard a lot of people say you know i want to learn data analytics data is the new oil i want to do data science and all this stuff and the moment they have that thought and they decide that you know i'm going to do this they immediately go and learn one hard skill like python or r or you know something that the whole world uses and that you know you really need to have for you to call yourself a data scientist or a data analytics professional That's fine because you need to know how to use the tools because like I said, the hard skills are what qualify you to be in that career. However, 
one of the biggest parts of you being an analytics professional or a data scientist is going to be how you solve problems. So things don't normally come as, you know, a bunch of numbers that you need to sort through. They come as business questions or business opportunities that you then need to, from there, have an objective, break it down into little points or things you can measure and analyze, and then you can do whatever analysis and come up with the insights that would help you make a recommendation or help you take an action. Now, if you're, for instance, a human resources professional and you want to pivot into data analytics or you want to do HR analytics, which is also a very amazing thing, you could go and learn one of all the skills, one of all the technical tools that would you know, enable you become an analyst, or you could look at the type of problems that you're going to have to solve in this new career and try and go about solving it. So you're probably going to need to come up with an objective and then consider the data points that would help you, you know, after you analyze it, come up with a recommendation or come up with insights that would help you with your recommendations or action. And, you know, this is going to require you searching the internet for ideas or searching different techniques or analysis. You know, now you're researching, now you're learning how to think about problems. It's directional. So, you can then, when you have come up with, okay, I can try this analysis and see what I get with it, you can then decide, okay, I want to do it with this tool or that tool, and then you can search, how do I do XYZ analysis with XYZ tool? So now you search for that, now you know how to do it with this tool, you get the tool, you try and get it done, maybe you encounter some problems, now you have to read a little bit more on how to solve those kind of problems, and then now you can solve the problems, and when you get a result, the feeling is immense. You would be super motivated like, whoa, I started with a problem and now I have a result. It could be a bit here and there during that whole process, but it's going to be a combination of you practicing certain skills and you learning things that you didn't know how to do before to which now because you have a result, like I said, it's directional. Now because you have a result and you know, you've know you achieved what you set out to do or to a certain extent, you're motivated to go on to other problems that look like that and then you can keep doing that and before you know it, you're already an analytics professional. Another important pillar is impact in your current role. And you can look at impact from various angles, but let me give you an example. In my previous company, in, in the role that I had then, I had to deliver on a particular task that required me getting data from the database to validate the hypothesis that I had for that particular project. However, I had a few limitations. One, I didn't have access to the database. And two, I did not know how to write an SQL query at that time. Now, I could have gone to learn how to write an SQL query and then write the query and whatnot, but there were people in the company at the time who did have access to the database and also knew how to write SQL queries. And those were the developers at the time. Now, their performance was in no way linked to them writing queries and it was not their day-to-day -day job or responsibility to do this, which means I needed to influence one of them to help me get this data that would help me do my own job. Now, I couldn't get this done by flicking a magic wand or ordering or bossing them around to get me what I want. It required me using my relationship with them, communicating with them, influencing them to take 10 minutes out of what they're supposed to be doing, yikes, um, to help me get what I want. And 
you know, that's kind of what I did. Now, granted, the developers were tired of seeing me at a certain point because I kept coming back every single time. But, you know, that's also me managing that relationship and continuing to use it to my benefit. I really should have learned how to write SQL at some point and just have made it easier for them by writing it and giving it to them. But in any case, I still was able to get the data. I was able to deliver on the tasks that I had to deliver on. And, you know, everybody was happy. I did my job. They were still able to do their jobs. You know, I had a bit of goodwill in another department. You know, some of them might have felt like I owe them in case they needed something from me as well. You know, so teamwork, yay. So, yeah, this is using soft skills to deliver impact on a job. So I got that task done a lot faster than it would have taken me if I had to first go learn how to write an SQL query. Now I know how to, so, you know, all is good. Um, another example or another scenario that I would like to paint is, say you are this technical person who knows how to do this like ninja stuff with code or whatever technical thing that you do, and now you need to present a certain project or present what you've done to a director who doesn't understand any of the technical things that you may have done even if they understand it they might not really have time to go through every single technical bit of what you did so now you need to present which is communication in some way um, now you need to present what you've done in the simplest way possible that they understand what you're saying and they can actually get the value that you're trying to give them from the work that you've done. Now, the work that you did was what got you those results. But what would make it impactful is how you communicate it to the stakeholders or to the audience. And this is still you using soft skills. How you present that information can then make you the go-to guy for, you know, that director or CMO or whoever you've presented it to, which increases your visibility. And of course, these people might be in panels or, you know, whatnot, discussions that affect your growth in that particular company. And it definitely helps if they remember you as someone who could explain things clearly and, you know, show the impact of your work and, you know, there you have it, impact on your job. So, everything that I have been saying has just been me trying to say that soft skills are very important. Like I said in the beginning, they are probably as important as hard skills, if not more. And an extra benefit is that they are transferable. So if you're working from, like if you move from one company to another or one career to another, you can take your soft skills everywhere you go. I've worked in maybe three different careers and every single time that I've had to move from one to the other, my soft skills have been the point or have been the anchor or have been the savior. Okay, I'm running out of things to say, but they've really been what have helped me to adapt. Well, adaptability is a soft skill. Anyways, they have helped me seamlessly transition into these new roles or into these new careers. And I'm super, super grateful for them. So they're transferable. So, you know, th that's an extra benefit. Like I mentioned, they can make it easier for you to learn new skills, for you to uh, be motivated by your learning of new skills, of new hard skills for that matter. And also in the third example, the impact. I mean, like impact gives you your best chance or potentially gives you your best chance for vertical growth wherever it is that you are or in whatever role that you are or if you have to move somewhere else, you know, to take on a bigger role. Also, 
for directors and C-level people, it's really their soft skills that set them apart, right? It's not how well they can do a technical skill that makes them a director. In some cases, of course. But in other cases, it's how they lead, how strategic they think, how they solve problems, how they work with people, how they present themselves. It's all these soft things that really make them a director. So if you're a developer and you want to be a senior developer, more often than not, it's your soft skills that would really be the difference between you getting that role and somebody else getting it. Um, so, very impactful and something that you also have to be mindful of because they aren't necessarily skills that you can learn formally. So, you need to practice and you need to be deliberate about how you use them. And you need to reflect from time to time on, you know, how could I do things better? How can I use this moving forward? How can I, you know, look for opportunities to practice pretty much so be deliberate be mindful grow learn your soft skills and they would help you a great deal so there you have it we're at the end of episode two i hope you enjoyed it i hope you learned something thank you very much for joining again you can find me on linkedin or on twitter or anywhere else it's Yimika Fagbero on all those platforms you can give me feedback or ask me questions or you know let me know what you think or, you know, just, you know, reach out, say hi, encourage me, holla. So I'll catch you on the next episode. Until then, take care, stay safe, and bye.